0: This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. Good afternoon. This is Eric Relf with the Comstock Report Podcast bringing you your weekly market recap. Several things to discuss this week. I guess we started the week off with the Sunday night open and the crude oil that kind of surprised people, leaving a pretty major chart gap. And have yet to go back and fill that. Crude jumped up there on Sunday night, stayed at higher levels, never really pulled back, but couldn't push through resistance at the uh, upper 81 area. Had several clients fill some short positions at 81.5, but never got to 82. So we'll see if we get that gap filled maybe next week. I don't know if we're going to see that much pressure. but. I guess the short traders are looking for a gap fill, and then we'll see what the market wants to do. Of course, that sharply higher move on Sunday night was due to OPEC announcing that they are going to cut production by another 1.16 million barrels per day. Kind of surprised people came out of left field. Not a lot of people were looking for that to happen. I guess our belief was that we were going to see some kind of move from OPEC, that prices weren't going to stay down that long. But of course, never knew what the timing of that would be. And of course, uh, it's always going to be on a weekend when they catch you off guard. So that's what we saw happen there. That did lend some strength to the grain markets, uh, pushed all grains, corn, beans, wheat, everything up to new highs, and then we kind of started to falter. Made our highs in the Monday session, settled back from there. Several of the grains did just continue the retreat throughout the shortened week here, um, finishing the week lower across the board. There, we'll get to some of those numbers here in just a second, but. I think the big takeaway with what we saw in the grain market was we pushed up to resistance, we had mounted a a pretty decent rally, and then the tone changed a little bit. We started to see end users shift away from the May contract to the July. That started kind of twisting the spreads up a little bit. Traders were trying to figure out where they wanted to be, not really able to use the May as a good hedging tool since the end users weren't bidding off the May. So everybody's kind of figuring out, okay, where do I want to be? And one of those debates is, do I want to be an older new crop? And so we saw a lot of that going on. And and it just really gave the market a little bit of jitter trying to figure out where to be and why. And then add in also that we've seen uh, extended forecasts warming up through much of the growing region in the U.S. and also drying up through the heart of the Corn Belt. So as we see some of these areas, uh, like here in northwest Iowa, we've had snow cover for several months. Well, now the snow's about gone. We've got 70-degree temperatures coming, and hopefully we're going to see some field work getting started here pretty quick. Meanwhile, you go to places like uh, Arkansas, southern Missouri, planters are rolling. They're getting things done pretty quick down there. They've been quite a bit warmer, of course uh but the but the dry spell continues and and that'll allow for planters to roll. So here we are seeing some pressure from several different directions. That's probably the biggest here late in the week is the fact that we are we are looking to have somewhat of a cooperative start to the planting season, at least through field work and the initiations of the heart of the belt for planting time frame. So uh we'll have to see how all that sets back, but no if that's going to be a sustained move or if we're just going to stall out here and resume choppy trade. So we'll we'll play that by ear a little bit. Setback in the grains did ignite a little bit of move in the cattle early in the week, but we really didn't see that hit high gear until mid to late week. And again, just like we saw last week, we were pushed by significantly higher cash. The cash market came out to start the week in the Southern Plains. We were trading 168, steady to a little higher than last week. Looked like, okay, well we'll probably put a dollar on the market. Then that 168 goes to 170 in the Southern Plains. We start to see some 172 trade, just little bits here and there in the north. I think when Yankton, South Dakota, uh, live cattle sale, auction sale started on Tuesday, that started surprising people. And by Wednesday, we were seeing some 174 trade in Iowa and in Nebraska. Then the dress trade picked up. We started, started out the week with some 270 to 272, by late week, we're hearing reports of 275 to 277, and on the live side, we're we're hearing a confirmed trade of uh, 174 to 175 here on Thursday. So that definitely was the mover. Of course, we opened the the board on Thursday morning after hearing some of that late Wednesday trade, and the board opens two dollars higher in the fats, three dollars higher in the feeders, and we're off to the races. I I thought initially when we saw the opening of the cattle uh that we may see a a push towards limit moves uh but they couldn't really compound on that but we did did hold towards the highs of the days and finished in those in those 250 to three dollar higher ranges in the feeders and and fat cattle were anywhere from a dollar to 250 270 higher there uh on thursday so although a nice strong day finishing top of the range the way that it opened and couldn't catch a lot of follow-through kind of leaves it up in the air to how we're going to start next week. Of course, we were seeing a heavy trade today because of the holiday shortened week. With Good Friday tomorrow, we won't have any markets. So I think we were seeing a little bit of higher volume and and people trying to get positioned for what could be possibly even some higher trade tomorrow in the cash market, although it'll be limited because of the holiday weekend. So we'll see how that plays out and, and revisit that on Monday and the hog market could not keep pace even with cattle sharply higher beef for the week sharply higher um even on the slow days this week we saw a select pull back one out of four days this week choice was up a dollar plus every day with a couple of these days being uh 250 to $3 higher in the in this choice cutout. so I'm a little bit surprised that we're not seeing some more talk and a little more enthusiasm about demand shifting to pork, but uh, it it remains to be one of those anomalies and and pork just can't catch a break and and as a result the hogs can't catch a break. Cash hogs continue just to to tread water at best. Uh every day this week it was steady, slightly lower, that kind of thing. So We'll see how it plays out for next week, but uh, chart-wise, there's potential that we have made a low for the time being in the summer hog contracts, opened Thursday steady, traded up to some decent gains, but then gave all those gains back and ended up in the red for the most part from June through August. So, um, again, we're hoping, we're thinking that we're probably there, but we need the confirmation and we need the follow through in the cash market to make that reality. On the soft markets, we've seen some uh, really surprising trade in in several different markets there. Uh, Seven-year highs in cocoa, 10-year highs in sugar. Um, A lot of people shorting those markets, just trying to top pick a little bit. Uh, So far, that hasn't worked out, but we are nearing some levels that uh, we may see some resistance there. So for the spec traders that we have in those markets, We'll look for some kind of a meaningful setback very soon in those. And and cotton just can't get legs. Cotton growers from all over the country are telling us that they're not planting cotton, they're planting less cotton, and and the market just seems to shrug it off. USDA put out the prospective plantings report. It was in line with what they had printed in previous reports and really showed no reflection of some of the word that we're hearing from producers, particularly in the southwest and mid-south. So uh, I don't know when the reality is going to hit that cotton market, or, or, or maybe the USDA is absolutely right, and, and the people we're talking to are the anomalies. But as of right now, it seems like they've got a little work to do on those cotton acres, and when we'll see that reflection, we don't know. I guess we're probably expecting some position squaring as we go into Monday because we do have crop production and WASDE reports coming out on Tuesday at 11 a.m., uh, expect some choppy trade, maybe some unpredictable trade, particularly in the grain markets on Monday, and that might dictate a little bit of what we see in the livestock as well. So we'll have to get to that, those reports on Tuesday at 11 before we really know what we're facing there. Um, for the week, just some key closes here: uh, May corn finished the week at 6.43 and a half. That was down 17 cents on the week. December corn 5.56 and three quarter, down 10 and a quarter on the week. May beans 14.92 and a half. That was twenty nine and a half cents lower for the week. November beans thirteen oh nine and three quarter down a dime. April feeder cattle were a little surprising, two hundred dollars and sixty two cents per hundred. That was down twenty cents on the week, believe it or not. And April live cattle at one seventy one oh seven were up two seventy two for the week. So we'll see what next week's brings, and uh, be back for a recap on Friday next week. Enjoy your Easter weekend and happy holidays from all of us here at Comstock. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Futures trading involves risk. The risk of loss in trading futures and or options is substantial. Each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance is not indicative of future results.